Hello, Richard here. Welcome to episode three of this 95 Travel Podcast. Um, in this video, I mean, in this podcast, I'm going to go over is premium economy worth it? A lot of the times out there, business class is way more expensive than economy, but premium economy sits in the middle. So I'm going to go um, over through that. And number two, I'm going to go over Expedia's thoughts around the disruptiveness of AI as well as their fight against Google. So let's get straight into it. So I'm just going to start off the premium economy. So just for reference, I looked up what the price difference between an economy and a premium economy ticket is. Skyscatter says a 30% increase, but you may also pay a double. Um, there's another article that says two to three times. Um, so in my experience, it's around a double increase in price. 30% is pretty reasonable, maybe for a shorter distance flight, but I say you're probably paying um, midway, so twice. So if the ticket's around 1,000, you're probably going to be paying over 2,000, a bit less than that. Um, but I mean, premium economy, also, I just took up this random article. So one of those best things about the premium economy, um, depending on the airline, so I'm, I'm giving you my experience here, obviously every airline has its own different thing, is you do get a lot of benefits if you're flying a long-haul flight. Now, in my opinion, if you're flying at least a 14-hour-plus flight, premium economy can be quite worth it. Now, the reason why I say this is... Mainly, if you think about just in general, when you're flying, the best thing about getting a premium economy is the fact that you can get good food and the fact that you can actually lie down a bit better. So for, for those who struggle to sleep on planes, for those who can knock out instantly, economy tickets are great. Like I know friends who can just knock out and don't have to worry about anything like what we do, which is basically struggling to sleep, struggling to get to bed. And so... I remember flying from Sydney to LA and I had a premium economy upgrade and I, it was really, really good. So if you can get the upgrade, obviously, but from a paid perspective, it really depends. Um, I always like to think about it on the other way of the fence, which is I would prefer to spend $1,000 extra on my holiday versus the flight itself. You can get through the first flight. However, there are certain circumstances which you have to think about as well. So for example, if you're arriving, let's say, at 2 p.m. in L.A., um, and just arbitrary, right? And you basically have a whole day, but if you don't get enough good sleep, then you're pretty much wasting a whole day because you have to go to sleep afterwards, etc. So if you can get good sleep on a premium economy flight and then arrive at 2 p.m. and you can get a full day's worth of activity going, then, you know, it's certain things like that. So maybe not 2 p.m., Maybe I, that's a bit of a word time. Maybe like, let's say, um, 11 a.m., right? So, because you're going to get out of the airport. So, in my opinion, it does, it is worth it if you can basically figure out when you arrive, um, how much difference it is. I'd say I'd pay probably, if if it's a 30% increase, as what Skyscanner says, I would pay it. Um, there are definitely, so for example, Scoot offers a premium economy, which is, um, my, they, they call it business class, but it's actually a bare premium economy, to be honest. Um, and I think the price increase was like 10 to 20%. You get extra luggage as well. You get better rooms, uh, better services, etc., and a better seat. So in those cases, I think they are worth it. I think when you're going from a premium airline and then paying premium economy, it can be a bit iffy. So in my opinion, definitely some perks. You don't get from Qantas, you don't actually get business class lounge access. So 
that can be a negative for some people, but I, I mean, it's so easy to get into lounges these days. You just get, you know, passes and stuff, honestly. So barring that, I think it's actually pretty worth it. Um, so I'd say just to, a TLDR of it, if you can get, let's say, maybe 20% to a 50% um, discount. So sorry, 20%, 50% increase. So let's say you have tickets 1,000, you're paying 1.2 to 1.5. premium, And it's a long-haul flight. I think premium economy is worth it. Anything above that, probably not worth it. Now, number two is Expedia's looking to AI to basically counterbalance um, the pecking order in travel. So not many people may know this, but Google reigns very heavily as the king of travel. And you might not think about it, but Google really, really um, is pole position when trying to position different companies on when the people are searching travel. The reason is, I mean, if you think about it, when you're booking travel, when you're booking flights and stuff, the first site you actually go to is Google. Like you type it in, right? You don't go to like, um, if, especially if you're looking at hotels and stuff, like you, you tend to start from Google and then you may uh, migrate to Expedia and migrate to Booking.com and migrate to your airline um, thing. But like, honestly, gen generally you, you do go to Google to check. Like you start off your travel journey with Google most of the time, maybe say 90% of the time. So when Google has that power, they can show what ads they want to you. They can, um, you know, anything around the advertising space, even YouTube, they can show exactly what you want, what, what you want to see and position specific advertisers in front of you. And so Expedia is basically saying is Google's dominance in this area is really, you know, all these, exp like Expedia, Booking.com, um, Agoda, like really depend on Google. So I think what they're trying to say is the funnel that Google generates, hopefully AI can disrupt mainly for um, one of the one of the reasons is because when you book a, when you go into TripAdvisor to find something, then you go to Google to book it. So they're trying to basically use AI. So if you hop on Expedia, you basically can you, they can use AI to basically help you build everything. So you don't have to go to Google. You don't have to rely on Google. So because Google in the end is kind of like a search engine if you think about it, and you do type a lot of questions into it. And if you played with random ChatGPT, generally it kind of acts like the same similar thing. Instead of trying to go to Google to find answers, you can go to ChatGPT and type it out and they can probably give you a more succinct answer. So I think they're trying to rely more on the AI rebalance to kind of get back going. I don't know if it's going to do anything, honestly, because it's still very early stages. But I mean, Expedia is already apparently um, using OpenAI's ChatGPT to, you know, um, with the chatbots and stuff like that. So, you know, could be interesting. But either way, hopefully this video is interesting or this podcast is interesting. Um, I went for two things here. Premium Economy is an interesting one. I thought I'd just chuck in Expedia one just because it's quite recent, a day ago where we mentioned it. But Premium Economy, definitely, um, in my opinion, as I mentioned, 20 to 50% increase and you can get all the perks. I'd say maybe a 10 hour plus flight um, is quite worth it. Uh, but yeah, that's my opinion. What do you think? Leave a comment below it, um, if you're on YouTube watching this. Otherwise, email me and let me know as well and I'll go through all the comments for every podcast if I do again. So I'll see you next one. Don't forget to um, subscribe or um, subscribe to the podcast and I'll see you next video.